Hello, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the July 3rd episode of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at numbers 1434 through 1439 of the Catechism. 5. The many forms of penance in Christian life. 1434. The interior penance of the Christian can be expressed in many and various ways. Scripture and the Fathers insist above all on three forms, fasting, prayer and almsgiving, which express conversion in relation to oneself, to God and to others. Alongside the radical purification brought about by baptism or martyrdom, they cite as means of obtaining forgiveness of sins, efforts at reconciliation with one's neighbour, tears of repentance, concern for the salvation of one's neighbour, the intercession of the saints, and the practice of charity which covers a multitude of sins. 1435. Conversion is accomplished in daily life by gestures of reconciliation, concern for the poor, the exercise and defence of justice and right, by the admission of faults to one's brethren, fraternal correction, revision of life, examination of conscience, spiritual direction, acceptance of suffering, endurance of persecution for the sake of righteousness, taking up one's cross each day and following Jesus, is the surest way of penance. 14.36. Eucharist and Penance. Daily conversion and penance find their source and nourishment in the Eucharist, for in it is made present the sacrifice of Christ, which has reconciled us with God. Through the Eucharist, those who live from the life of Christ are fed and strengthened. It is a remedy to free us from our daily faults and to preserve us from mortal sins. 1437. Reading sacred scripture, praying the liturgy of the hours, and the Our Father, every sincere act of worship or devotion revives the spirit of conversion and repentance within us and contributes to the forgiveness of our sins. 1438. The seasons and days of penance in the course of the liturgical year, Lent and each Friday, in memory of the death of the Lord, are intense moments of the Church's penitential practices. These times are particularly appropriate for spiritual exercises, penitential liturgies, pilgrimages as signs of penance, voluntary self-denial, such as fasting and almsgiving, and fraternal sharing, charitable and missionary works. 1439. The process of conversion and repentance was described by Jesus in the parable of the prodigal son, the centre of which is the merciful father. The fascination of illusory freedom to the the abandonment of the father's house the extreme misery in which the son finds himself after squandering his fortune, his deep humiliation at finding himself obliged to feed swine, and still worse, at wanting to feed on the husks the pigs ate, his reflection on all he has lost, his repentance and decision to declare himself guilty before his father, the journey back, the father's generous welcome, the father's joy, All these are characteristic of the process of conversion. The beautiful robe, the ring and the fast festive banquet are symbols of new life, pure, worthy and joyful of anyone who returns to God and to the bosom of the family, which is the church. Only the heart of Christ who knows the depths of his Father's love 
could reveal to us the abyss of his mercy in so simple and a beautiful a way. Okay, very good. So we're looking at the different elements of penance in daily life. I know yesterday I was underlining, well I, the Catechism, was underlining the, the, the role of the heart and the importance of being close to Christ in our hearts. And this is obviously before the uh, the forms of penance, before. That if you are unable to do any penance, you can still repent. If you're unable, if somebody is, God forbid, in their last moments and they're dying and they can't uh, lift a finger, they can still repent, truly, fully. But, obviously, for most of us, our penance has to be accompanied by good works. And these good works are especially the fasting, prayer and almsgiving. That these are a, a very important way to manifest what is in our heart and to help our heart as well. Everything again uh, feeds into each other. They manifest what's present in our heart and they, uh, and they also mould our heart to be more penitent. And again, as with all these things, obviously the grace of Christ is needed even to repent. That we need his grace. Even to desire to repent, we need his grace. But with his grace, we can do all things. And with his grace, we can do fantastic things. And these are especially the, as I say, especially these three weapons of prayer, fasting and almsgiving have to be, um, have to be uh, central to any attempt to convert. Then on top of them, obviously, we have other uh, aspects um, that there is uh, uh, the daily life, to live with penance in our daily life. It's called mortification, not giving in to our impulses all the time, even when they're good impulses, but to make small signs of love for Christ, small acts of mortification, that when they're passing around the plate, a common serving plate, not to take the piece you want, but to leave it for somebody else. You know, not to do things for love of Christ. Not because Christ needs you not to put sugar in your tea. He doesn't need you not to have sugar in your tea. But these small acts of penance can help us to be close to the Lord. They can help us to come back. And then obviously the good life of good works taking care of others, participating in prayer, especially the, the, the liturgy of the hours, reading the scripture, praying the rosary, these things um, to spend time with the Lord that so many of us have forgotten or have never learned how to spend time with Christ. That we go to Mass maybe and that's all we can manage, but to learn to spend time with Christ, time by reading the scriptures, time by... Uh, spending a few minutes in church. You know, it's not forbidden that if you're out in, uh, uh, out somewhere and you see an open church to go in and to say a few prayers and to kneel there for five minutes. Or God forbid that you spend an hour there. You know, if we can watch a movie on a, on a whim, many times we have enough time, we can find enough time to watch a movie in the night. And again, if it's a good movie, there's nothing wrong with it. But we should also be able to find time to spend with God, time to be close to him. And then it speaks about the different times of where we should especially dedicate ourselves to penance, being the season of Lent, to, and then also the, the Fridays of the year, 
These are the, the, the penitential times, every Friday and the season of Lent. And finally it goes uh, continues with this meditation on the um, on the parable of the uh, of the prodigal son, which is a, a, a beautiful, beautiful uh, one of the favorite gospel stories about the father who's waiting for the son that has wasted everything and is waiting for him by the side of the road. And again, the catechism gives us some um, hints of how to appreciate it. But as I've said many times, the catechism is a gift for catechesis. But the real way to find God, or the, the better way to find God, is um, in the scripture itself. And as always, the catechism, in a sense, pushes us towards the scripture. It's not the catechism is, uh, we shouldn't read the catechism. Of course we should read the catechism. But many times the catechism pushes us to read the scripture in a new way and invites us to look at this parable in, in the Gospel of Luke uh, and to look at it in a new way and to meditate on it. And so maybe after you've read number 1439 of the Catechism, you can open up your Bible and you can see how the parable is there and that you can, um, you know, and you, 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 can, you can find this. Uh, again, it's Luke chapter 15, 11 to 24. And as always, when the Catechism references any passage of scripture you'll find it in the footnote at the bottom of the page but to look at this and to meditate on it and always to to see this uh, this gift of penance that we always unfortunately think of penance as being something negative as being something horrible as being something hard some other unpleasant like getting your teeth cleaned by the dentist or something like that you know you need it but it's not really fun and no, coming back to our Father, turning around. This is something that is joyful. The prodigal son goes back to his father, joyful, full of hope, ready to, yes, to, to admit his sin, ready to say all he has done wrong, but also in the hope that his father will, will, will welcome him back. And again, it is much better to be on the road to repentance then to be stuck wallowing in sin. He's much better off when he has this inspiration that says, I will return to my father's house than when he's wallowing with the pigs up to his neck in pig dirt and there uh, with them and hungry and uh, messed up. That isn't fun. The sin isn't fun. But what is, what is good, what is peaceful, what is the real meaning of our life is to come back to the Father with with penance, yes, but to journey back to Him and journeying back to Him to find eternal life. So very well, tomorrow we'll continue and we look at 1440 through 1449. God bless.